Hi everyone, today is November 23rd, 2018. It's the day after Thanksgiving. I'm recording this week from my home in New Jersey. It's very cold here, but what else is new? This week we're going to be discussing another author from the text, Dolan Voices. And this week I chose to discuss a Maliseet author by the name of Shirley Bear. Shirley Bear was born in the Tiboke First Nation. She's a well-known writer, multimedia artist, activist, and traditional herbalist. So she has a lot under her belt. She has also exhibited her visual arts in cities across Canada and the United States. Now, Shirley Bear truly made it a point to discuss the ever-changing communities that she's come across. Um from what like the differences from what she was used to as to how she how it is now um traveling across the nation so it's very very apparent in the poem freeport maine and it truly displays her frustration with the community freeport maine reads as follows gap ll bean and patagonia freeport maine Children leading mom and dad by credit card. Blank faces, brown races. Gap, L.L. Bean, and Patagonia. Blank faces, flashing neon signs. Blank checks. Freeport, Maine. Blank faces, white races. Blank checks. So in this piece, Shirley Bear notes how everything is sold in the name brand stores. And it's super expensive, yet they all look exactly the same. She notes in the phrase, children leading mom and dad by credit card. And that really stuck out because these changes are affecting the children. And not only realizing the changes because that's all they're used to, but what are they learning out of this? Are they learning that, oh, it's super important to have this brand name and not this brand name because it's not cool and it's like they're losing all their uniqueness by conforming to the designer brands by buying into the big companies and being drawn into their selling ploys to make profits and honestly these franchises still do it today you see people wearing all the same clothes the same brand name clothing that has absolutely nothing to it you walk into a gap or an ll bean and you'll see an overpriced white t-shirt But everyone has a plain white shirt because they want the name that comes with it. They want to fit in with the way society feels they should dress. But there's a deeper meaning, I feel like. And I feel that Shirley Bear is pointing out how materialistic people have become. And I feel this is relevant because historically, Native Americans tended to live off the land and not worry about material objects. Yet today, this seems to be the primary means of acceptance in our generation and materialism really isn't a new thing like you would look back mm, a couple decades and all the famous people would have on the gorgeous clothes and everyone wanted the gorgeous clothes because they saw someone of quote-unquote important wearing it and that makes them feel like obligated to get it And then there's this whole issue where everyone's like, oh, you're wearing that brand. This is the popular brand. It's very judgmental out there. And I think that 
Shirley Bear's main point was to discuss that literally everything looks the same. And we shouldn't be so materialistic. Because there's so much more to life than what brand name is on the tag of your t-shirt. Moving right along though. Shirley Bear truly knows how to write in such a way that the reader feels as though they're right next to her as they read. She is so descriptive in her words and her writing of the piece, Bakwasan Wuli Bakwasan. I appreciated the phrasing of the fourth stanza, and that reads as follows. Yesterday, I filled my memory eyes with autumn colors, yellow, orange, red, and brown. Route 1A, Holton to Kailas, Maine. I gulped down the golden spread and burped out old memories in the moonlight of your snowshoes. This grouping put me in the mindset of being in the midst of autumn with the colored leaves falling around me. And I feel as though this piece surpasses just channeling a feeling of encountering autumn. Of course, I feel it goes deeper than that. And she uses nature as an example of something in the past that occurred that was super important to her. And she repeats the word Bakwasan Muli Bakwasan. And honestly, that made me really curious as to what it meant and if it had truly a deeper meaning. So I Googled it. I typed it in Google Translate. I searched it. There were no results. Um, regardless of that, I believe that Bakwasan Wuli Bakwasan may not be a phrase, but a name of a person that wrote her letters because she seems to be reliving the memories that they had. And she actually ends the poem with the phrase, Today, October 1995, revisiting letters long forgotten. After a windy night, the leaves have fallen to the ground leaving only the protruding skeletal filigree after a warm spring and summer growth. And I took this as, although she enjoyed the memories of autumn, she utilized the time of spring and summer to grow as a person, similarly to the flowers, how they grow in the spring. And she doesn't want to forget about the memories, but she also doesn't want to dwell on them. She wants to move on as a person. She wants to move on in her life and grow and yeah so a similar thing moving forward is that Shirley Bear's pieces have a lot of hidden meanings and I looked at the piece Fragile Freedoms and the tone of this piece is very pointed towards politicians in a manner that makes it obvious she's not in agreement with how things are being run and she begins her poem by describing the flaws in bureaucracy she explains, fragile freedom is the fragility of the paper made from the disappearing grasses of the rainforests of South America, the herb medicines of the American continent, the air we breathe, the water as it drips its final drops, our skin as it slowly blotches and disintegrates from the radiated pollutants in the air that affect this whole planet. And that is such a deep piece, and that's only the first couple lines. No, it's the third stanza, not the first stanza. Um, but 
the first couple just really discuss politics and it just it doesn't doesn't make like much sense as to why it is being run the way it is because we know all these things are going wrong yet we still continue to do damaging things not only to the environment but to our government to the people that are living here and I'm not going to get political because I have no place to talk about politics so we're going to just move forward as I mentioned, I took this piece as though she's frustrated with the government and the politicians because they don't seem to know or even care what they're doing to people. They sit in their, quote, plush carpeted offices, end quote, and they put into act different rules and regulations, yet they don't know the damage they're actually doing. And the last statement of the poem states another definition of fragile freedoms, as it is a, quote, is the delicate hope for the possibility of making this time forward as the beginning of healing, end quote. And I feel as though she has hope there will be change, but right now everyone's freedom is a term that is not easily defined because they keep changing things. They keep not looking into the future, not looking into what damage is being done and how it affects people's daily lives and she seems super passionate about expressing her point of view and that's so so honorable granted everyone likes to discuss their opinions which is totally fine but she found a way to make it almost civil and beautiful and explaining what she feels is wrong without pointing the finger and being like you're specifically wrong this is what needs to change and I feel like we need more people like that today I just really appreciate Shirley Bear as a person I mean all of these pieces that are in Donlin Voices are from her book Virgin Bones and honestly it makes me want to look into her other pieces and see as though what else she's writing and what else she was talking about and her other stances on things um in Dolan Voices there's two other pieces that I really didn't touch on but I feel that the ones I did touch on were very meaningful and very inspiring almost um so yeah but with that I think gonna cut this one a little short because I am home with my family and yeah but thank you for listening and I'll be back next week with another author thank you for listening and enjoy your time with your families <laughs>